بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله وكفى والصلاة والسلام على عباده الذين اصطفى ما بعد فقد قال الله تعالى في القرآن المجيد والفرقان الحميد أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قد أفلح المؤمنون الذين هم في صلاتهم خاشعون صدق الله العظيم قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم ما من أحد يتوضأ فيحسن الوضوء ثم يصلي ركعتين يقبل بقلبه ووجهه عليهما إلا وجبت له الجنة وكما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم Respected ulama ikram elders, beloved brothers in Islam Yesterday we began the discussion, the verse of the Qur'an, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with great emphasis says, قَدْ أَفْلَحَ الْمُؤْمِنُونَ The believers, the people of Iman, definitely they have attained falah and success. And under this heading of falah and success for the believers, the quality which Iman necessitates, which the Qur'an highlights, الَّذِينَ هُمْ فِي صَلَاتِهِمْ خَاشِعُونَ They are those who have khushu' who have the fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, who have devotion and concentration in their salah. Allah ta'ala has made this world a place which is beset with calamities, difficulties, hardships, tests, trials, tribulations. It's a different matter that many of us have this mindset that we want to turn the dunya into an ideal home. However, the ideal home and the ideal existence is Jannat, is the Akhirat. This world, لِيَبْلُوَكُمْ أَيُّكُمْ أَحْسَنُ عَمَلًا Allah says, we are testing you. And if you look around us, especially in our current circumstance, there are so many challenges, so many obstacles that come in front of us, which are an impediment to fulfilling the commands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That at times people wonder, what's the solution? What must I concentrate on? Which direction must I turn? There is a tide of problems, tide of difficulty, tide of calamities in front of us. Salah, my respected brothers, is that pillar of Islam that, wallah, if you look in Quran and Hadith, Every one of the difficulties and hardships and challenges that we face in this world, Allah has kept the solution in salah. Classical example, if you worried about our risk, our sustenance, that also we learn in the hadith of Rasulullah wasallam that Allah will make your risk easy for you if you fulfill the injunction of salah. Allah's proclaimer, Allah's caller makes an announcement five times every day. And in this announcement, what he said, Khayala salah, come to salah. We are commanded to come to salah. And with that is the promise of Allah. That if you will fulfill this call, this command to come to salah, Khayala al-falah, Allah says, I am calling you to success. Not only success in akhirat, success in dunya. The one who is in control of everything is guaranteeing you success, guaranteeing your solution to every one of your problems, if you will get your salah right. A lot of times we hear people complaining, particularly about their children, they complain about their environment. 
that today this shamelessness, nakedness, what and what techno gadgets in the name of modern technology and advancement which are actually instruments of zina. There are so much temptation in every direction. The level of masiyat, munkarat, Allah's disobedience has reached almost mind-blogging levels. That also Allah says, inna salata tanha anil fahshai wal munkar. This is Quran and this is haq. There can never be doubt in it. Inna salata tanha anil fahshai wal munkar. Allah says, get your salah right. Get your salah right and all the shamelessness that is there in your life will be removed through that salah. Munkarat, the haram, the temptations, the disobedience of Allah that is there in your life. Through the salah it will be removed. It will be cleansed through the salah. Aqimis salata tarafa in nahar wa zulafam min al-layl. Inna al-hasanat yudhibna sayyat. Allah says establish salah. And this hasana, this good deed of salah, yudhibna sayyat. It will expiate and it will wipe away all your sins. It will cleanse you of sins. One mafum, one riwayat, one sahabi came to Rasulullah sallallahu to, to to admit a wrong, a crime that he had committed. The salah was standing up. So the salah, sahabi joined the salah. After the salah, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa then he approached Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa the mafum of the riwayat. Ya Rasulullah, I did a certain wrong. Before even listening to his wrong, what did Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa say to him? Didn't you just perform salah with us? Didn't you just perform salah with us? He said, yes. And Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, the salah will cleanse you of that wrong. Inna al-hasanat yudhibna sayyat. So really, my respect, like this, we can go on. The ayats of the Qur'an, the ahadith of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, every challenge, difficulty, hardship that faces us or will face us, Allah has kept the solution in salah. Qur'an is haq. The words of Rasulullah sallallahu are the absolute truth. However, we find even in the life of a musalli, even in the life of a person who is making salah, fahsha is increasing, munkarat is increasing, sins are increasing. The problems and calamities of life is increasing. The dissatisfaction, the tension is increasing. Allah says, all these things we have kept the solution in salah. Why are they still increasing? Obviously, Quran is haq. The hadith of Rasulullah is the absolute truth. The problem lies with our salah. What kind of a salah are we making? Allah's Rasul prophesied. He said, Ya'ti ala nasi zamanun yusallun wala yusallun. He said, a time will come upon my ummah. There will be literal translation of the hadith. He said, yusallun, they will be making salah. But, wala yusallun, this won't be salah. So in other words, the outward form and shape of salah will be there, but in reality, it won't be salah. He said, yushiku antadkul al-masjid al-jami'ah fala yara rajulan khashi'ah. He said, he said, a time will come, you will enter a jamia masjid, thousands of musallis, thousands of musallis. And what does Rasulullah say? Fala yara rajulan khashi'a. There will not be a single one of them. Not one single musalli will have any devotion or concentration in his salah. 
Malam tanhahu salatuhu anil fahshai wal munkar fala salatalahu. We were given one thermometer. In this riwayat, we are given one thermometer, one yardstick, one measuring tape. Is my salah acceptable? Is right now, before I translate the riwayat, Allah's fazal, we just performed our fajr salah. How many of us took a few seconds before standing in salah to even conscientize ourselves in whose court we are standing? What a great injunction we are about to fulfill. How many of us were conscious that how devoted and concent- how much devotion and concentration we had in our salah? Oh, we're thinking about our seri, or we're planning our day, or we maybe we're very tired, or today is a Sunday, last Sunday before Ramadan, some last minute shopping I've got to do, I've got to do this, I've got to do that. What actually went on in our salah? How much devotion and concentration was there? How much of the love of Allah? Allah says, Aqimi salata li dhikri. Aqimi salata li dhikri. Allah says, establish salah for my remembrance. And on the other hand, what does Quran tell us? What does Quran tell us? Quran tells us that the salah, inna al-munafiqeen yukhadi'oon Allah. وَهُوَ خَادِعُهُمْ وَإِذَا قَامُوا إِلَى الصَّلَاةِ قَامُوا كُسَالًا يُرَاؤُنَ النَّاسِ وَلَا يَذْكُرُونَ اللَّهِ إِلَّا قَلِيلًا Allahu Akbar إِنَّ الْمُنَافِقِينَ Allah says definitely these are the munafiqeen and Allah gives us the alamat, the signs Allah gives us the alamat and the signs of who are the people of hypocrisy who are the hypocrites one is the absolute hypocrites, those who are were titled as hypocrites in the time of Rasulullah or who don't have iman. Obviously we're not referring to them. But what is the sign of hypocrisy? What does Quran label as a hypocrite? In this verse, Allah Ta'ala describes three qualities. Allah mentions three things. Three things which are indications that Quran has labeled you a hypocrite even though you are a musalli. Even though you are making salah, if your salah has three qualities, it is the salah of a hypocrite. Allah protect us. They stand haphazardly and lazily in salah. They are showing off to the people. In other words, they lack sincerity in their salah. Three things Quran tells us. Lazily, haphazardly. In Salah. Secondly, they lack sincerity in their Salah. And the third, and the third, وَلَا يَذْكُرُونَ اللَّهَ إِلَّا قَلِيلًا From takbir tahrima to Salam, the remembrance of Allah is very little in the Salah. Everything else they remember. They think of everything else in the Salah besides Allah. Not they don't think of Allah at all. Allah says قَلِيل, little but they think of Allah. But still, Quran places a label that this is the salah of a munafiq. Or this is the sign of hypocrisy or nifaq. We just made fajr salah. Let us take stock. Hassan Basri rahimullah, what do you say? إِذَا قُمْتُمْ إِلَى الصَّلَاةِ فَقُمْ قَانِعًا He used to say when you stand, إِذَا قَامُوا إِلَى الصَّلَاةِ فَقُمْ قَانِعًا First thing is to say when you stand in salah, stand, stand with devotion, stand upright, 
Stand firmly. You are stand pegged. You are in Allah's court. Qum kama amarak Allah. He said, stand like Allah has commanded you to stand. Iyaka was sahwi wal iltifat. Iyaka was sahwi wal iltifat. I'm translating the saying of Hassan Basri rahimullah. With this, my respected brothers, in mind that each one of us analyze the Fajr Salah that we just made in the light of this saying. Iyaka bi wal iltifat. He said, be careful. Be careful that your attention does not divert in that Salah. Be careful of haphazardliness, of, of, of niggardliness, of not being conscious. Of letting your mind wander and waver in that salah. Iyaka was sahbi wal iltifat. Iyak and yandur Allah ilayk wa tandur ila ghayrihi. He says, beware, beware, be conscious that you are in salah. Allah is looking at you and the eye of your heart is looking somewhere else. Allah is looking at you, you are looking somewhere else. Your gaze is somewhere else, your attention is somewhere else. And then what does Hassan Basri rahimullah say? Allahu Akbar. Look at the insight Allah gave his pious and his close servants. Look at the insight. Ask somebody why are you making salah? Why are you making salah? Allah must give me jannat. Allah must give me Jannah. Allah must save me from Jahannam. What is the price tag of Jannat? How much is Jannat worth? Nothing in this world can compare with it. It is said if a something the size of a fingernail, something the size of a fingernail from Jannat is brought into this world, the entire world will light up. And the whole world will become fragrant. So what price, what material price can you put on Jannat? When you go, when you go for one business interview, or you go to strike one deal, maybe you're making million, maybe ten million. How much are you making? Ten million? Fifty million? How much preparation you put into that? How much of tamanna? How much of hope? How much of expectation? I got to strike that deal. I got to get that job. I got to be successful in that interview. How much preparation we make for that one thing? And yet Hassan Basri rahimullah says, you ask a man, why are you making salah? He will say, Allah must give me Jannat. Allah must save me from Jahannam through the Salah. So what does he say? Iyaka an yandur Allah ilayk wa tandur ila ghayrihi. You are standing in Salah. Allah is looking at you. You looking somewhere else. Tas'alun Allah al-Jannah. Wa ta'awwadhuna bihi min al-Nar. Wa qalbuka sahin. La tadri ma taqulu bilisanik. He says in that salah, through that salah, you are asking Allah for Jannat. You are asking Allah to save you from Jahannam and not for one second is your heart conscious of what you are asking for. You are asking for the greatest treasure possible and you are asking in such a fashion that your heart is not even present in that asking. So what do you expect from such a salah? This is why Sufyan Sauri rahimahullah used to say, Mallam yaksha fasadat salatuhu. He used to say, that person who doesn't have khushu in his salah, he has destroyed his salah. Fasadat salatuhu. Normally every year, we read this, that was sent to me, somebody sent me something very interesting. And like I said, salah, because it's Sunday, we're taking a few minutes extra. 
सलाह लाइक योर सलाह इज द रेस्ट ऑफ योर लाइफ विल बी लाइक योर सलाह इज द रेस्ट ऑफ योर दीन विल बी एंड द फर्स्ट थिंग दैट अल्लाह इज गोइंग क्वेश्चन अस ऑन द डे ऑफ जजमेंट इज सलाह नबी सलाम सेट इफ दिस इज राइट एवरीथिंग विल बी राइट and if this is wrong then everything will be wrong allah protect us so so much of effort we are supposed to be making on our salah now this like i said we've run out of time but just very briefly somebody sent me this and something well worth as a reminder this person writes he says thought i thought i'd share this as this was very beneficial for me i hope it is beneficial for you and you take something from it too inshallah When you are always late for salah it says a lot about you and your character it shows that you lack discipline internal strength and integrity to be where you are supposed to be on time for your most important appointments of the day and you are not dependable no one likes to say about themselves that they're not dependable or lack discipline but actions speak louder than words and being late for salah is the first warning that you are on a slippery slope towards being chronically late in everything else in your life if you are wondering why there is a delay in your sustenance in your marriage in your work in your health look into your salah are you delaying your salah are you performing your salah properly imam hasan basri rahimahullah said When salah is the least of your concerns then what is your most important concern as much as you fix your salah your life will be fixed did you not know that salah was equated with success come to prayer come to success how can you ask allah for success when you are not responding to his right upon you so this period my respected brothers brothers in atikaf brothers out in the path of allah we are spending time in the masjid large percentage of this time should be devoted towards developing our salah make effort on our salah and wallah like i said this is a topic we will show as much more detail inshallah allah give life and opportunity will carry on but very very important my respected brothers let us not be lackadaisical musallis let us not be musallis that are just going through the motions like salah is an ibadat effort on that salah is also an imperative ibadat the perfection of salah is an imperative ibadat this is why it is said the greatest personality of this ummat the greatest personality of this ummat after rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam sayyidina abu bakr siddiq radhiyallahu anhu it is our iman and yaqeen and amongst the sahaba sahaba unanimous that the closest salah to the salah of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam was the salah of abu bakr radhiyallahu so the higher the level of your salah is the higher the level of your iman the higher the level of your deen so, so that type of effort we should be making in our salah